Appreciate everybody joining us today. We will be joined shortly by LAFC head coach Bob Bradley and followed by LAFC players. Just a reminder for, for anybody whose first time this is, if you have a question during our question and answer period, please use the raise your hand button and I'll do my best to get everybody's questions in. Once called upon, you'll unmute yourself and then go ahead.
Hello? Can you listen to me? Yeah. Thank you. Once again, thanks everybody for joining us today. Just a reminder, when we're in our question and answer period, please use the raise your hand button and I'll do my best to get everybody's questions in. We'll be joined shortly by LAFC head coach Bob Bradley, then followed by a couple LAFC players. And that should happen very soon. Hey, Ben, is that you? Is indeed. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Thank you. How's your, uh, how's your wife doing? Very well. With, uh, with the coronavirus going around, she's still okay? Still okay. Thank- thankfully, we're all, we're all healthy. That's all that matters right now. Yeah, good. Well, I'll, I'll mute myself and wait for you to start.
and we're going to have Bob Bradley join us shortly. And thanks everybody for, for your patience. How are you today, Bob? Good, Ben. How's it going, man? I'm good. Thank you. Good to see your face. I will let you take it away when you're ready. All right. Uh, hard to believe. Uh, it's nine months tomorrow that I did the press conference before Cruz Azul at the stadium. Uh, and obviously we know that things changed quickly that night. Uh, I believe that was the night that the NBA game stopped and Rudy Gobert tested positive. I think that was also the night that Tom and Rita Hanks came out with the word that they had tested positive. And we know that for all of us, the nine months since have been uh, a challenge. And, and whenever we talk about that, we talk about our fans and essential workers and people who work in healthcare and law enforcement and everything that they've done to uh, put themselves at risk to try to help during this uh, period of time. So we say a big thank you. And from a team standpoint, we started this season incredibly excited and motivated for Champions League. And certainly the home game against Lyon was one of the highlights in our history, uh, the way we played, the result, the atmosphere in the stadium. And so we've talked to the, the players to say, now we get the chance to get back to Champions League and that we need the same level of motivation and excitement that we had uh, on that night versus Lyon. And I know the players are excited. Training's been really good. And um, we can't wait to get to Orlando. Thanks, Bob. We're going to start here with Kevin Baxter. Kevin, go ahead and unmute yourself. Hey, Bob. Thanks for doing this again. Um, I've been thinking a lot about that day, too, or that week. Um, you guys were the first professional sporting event in Southern California that was canceled. And as you just said, everything has changed since then and you you did start the season so well what i was thinking about is the 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 lineup you used in the last mls game before the pandemic against philadelphia was your probably your first choice lineup for the year you haven't been able to use that again but you have it ready now i'm wondering as you kind of look at this coming full circle do you feel like it's not back to normal but maybe some stability is coming back to the team you got your number one lineup back together again finally we're close, and we've had good training. Uh, that's important. Uh, there still are some COVID after effects. We, we still haven't seen Brian Rodriguez. I think he gets back tonight. Uh, needs to be run through some tests tomorrow. Um, but uh, good training and a good mentality is always – those are keys to being ready for a game. And you can sense with the group right now the motivation and the excitement. So that's why I say that we're, we're ready to get to Orlando and uh, ready for Cruz at Um A little housekeeping question. When, when do you leave? And you will be quarantined again like Orlando, uh, like MLS is back. Certainly you did well in that uh, environment last time. Yeah, there's all sorts of protocols. Uh, I think we're scheduled to leave on Monday. Uh, I think when you arrive – uh, you get tested, and then there's some period of time in your rooms until they get those test results back. Uh, our plan would be to train in Orlando Tuesday night, uh, and then the game is uh, Wednesday night. So um, the amount of time that we're there before the game isn't long, 
Uh, it's enough to make sure that everybody uh, gets tested and that we get a little bit of training and uh, we're ready to go. Thank you. Good luck. Thanks, Kevin. Next, we're going to go to Andy Diosa. Andy, go ahead and unmute yourself. Hey, well, how's it going? Good, Andy. Uh, you kind of mentioned it a little bit in the opening comments, but I was just curious, what, um, how was it for you guys trying to get into that mentality? Obviously, you mentioned the Leon uh, fixtures were, were such a big piece for this club, but we're months, we're months removed from that. Obviously, no fans. Situation's a little different. Is it, is it just a, a thing of mentality, like you've talked about all season, just to get these players to kind of uh, get to the level that, you know, it's a quarterfinal for an international tournament? Yes. Uh, when we won Supporters Shield last year, one of the things that we were so excited about was the opportunity to play in Champions League. And we know how important it is to our fans. And we took it very seriously. The, the work that we did early in the year to prepare for Lyon was very good. Uh, Lyon's such a good team. You continue to see how well they're doing. And now they're in the grand final against uh, Pumas. Um, and, and so... A lot has happened. Start, stop. Uh, MLS is back, all the rest. Um, but at the end of it, we're still playing with a chance to do something special. And quarterfinal against Cruz Azul says it all. Thanks, Andy. Next, we're going to go to Alicia Rodriguez. Alicia, go ahead and unmute yourself, please. Thank you. Uh, Bob, I wanted to ask about uh, Cruz Azul. We saw sort of best case, worst case scenarios from them in their last two games, a a huge win and then a huge collapse and loss. What are you expecting to see from them and and what are you preparing for in in facing them uh, for this game? Uh, We've watched them a lot. We think that they're a very good team, very dangerous, uh, some really good attackers. Uh, You know, a guy like Jonathan Rodriguez, we know well, he's a real threat. At uh, times, they're a direct team. Uh, um, so we've watched them. Uh, we have a lot of respect for for them. And um, if you go back to the start of the year when we, we saw the draw, we knew that the road for us to win was a difficult one. Uh, to start with Leon. Um, and we said at that time, maybe they're the best team in Mexico. It was, was a huge challenge, but we responded well. And now we're, we're thinking about Cruz Azul in the same way. Thanks, Alicia. We're going to move now to Edward Kawich. Edward, go ahead and unmute yourself. Hi, uh, thank you, Bob. Um, it's good to see you. It's just a follow-up on Alicia's questions also. Uh, for Cruz Azul, this match is... It's clearly more than than just a game. Is their their coach is fighting for his job and and their players are be, are being criticized a lot. Is this something that you guys are taking into account? Just the fact that this team is for them is just is it's more than just a game, and that um, this is gonna be most likely the the most watched game in this round. Uh, we focus on our on our uh, preparation, and we know they'll be ready. Uh, we expect uh, a strong response. Uh, when you're a good team and you suffer a tough night, then you're motivated for the next game, the next chance. And uh, like us, I know that Cruz Azul considers uh, the Champions League to be really important. Um, but uh, again, we think back to the beginning of the year, uh, the excitement we had, uh, the goal that we had to win Champions League, 
and the next test is is a knockout game against Cruzitzel. So we must be ready to put everything into it to play football where the tempo is high, where our willingness to push push forward, create the chances. Uh, again, those were things that, that we were able to do against Lyon. We're going to try to go about it in, in some of the same ways uh, and still take into account uh, what Cruzitzel will try to, to do against us. Thank you. Thanks, Edward. We're going to now move to Jim Alexander. Jim, go ahead and unmute yourself. Yeah, Bob. Um, given the way the MLS season panned out for you guys, does that maybe put even more importance on Champions League? I think that's probably true. Um, but but I keep going back to the fact that we started the year knowing that that Champions League was a goal. So even if everything had gone perfectly, we'd still be motivated. But uh, we were disappointed uh, with the, the the way the season went. Um, you know, after the long break, we went to Orlando. MLS is back. I thought there were a lot of good moments. We scored a bunch of goals, even without Carlos. Uh, and then on the return, Carlos uh, injures his knee in the first game. And and if you look at everything from that moment on, we were we were too inconsistent. Um, we had really good games with Seattle, um, and and here they are in the final. Uh, we played Seattle five times this year, uh, three times in Seattle, one time in Orlando, one time in Bank of California, and we win two, but we lose three, including the most important one. Uh, those games all indicate a little bit of what our season's like. Uh, moments where in those games we play really well, where we create chances, but maybe don't take advantage. Uh, and then moments where our reactions are or our ability to deal with a moment on the field. Uh, good example would be Ladero's goal in Seattle in the playoffs. Um, you know, this is just a play that starts off of a goal kick. He's out on the sideline. Uh, we've got him trapped. But uh, when the ball goes up in the air, they're first and our response isn't fast enough and he's able to score a really good goal. And so we've talked about how uh, when you play in big games, these specific moments, you don't know when they'll come, but how quickly as a team do you react to situations uh, or the willingness to run, the willingness to to make big plays. Uh, that's the step that that we still must take. So. Um, we are we are focused on continuing to improve. Uh, we still believe in our football. I think throughout the year, anyone that plays us knows that we're capable of doing uh, some really good things. Now we need a more consistent, relentless kind of effort for 90 minutes. Oh, one one more thing, even beyond the impact on your team, the importance of Champions League for. MLS teams as a whole is, is is that something that can be overstated that, that this is a this is a chance to kind of make a mark within the CONCACAF region Sure. in, in the recent history some teams have have been close I mean um, I know in 2018 what what it was like for Toronto to lose in penalties to uh to Chivas um 
and and Toronto was was a team that also went into Champions League really motivated because they've seen others come close but not actually win. So uh, I think everyone in MLS. Uh, wants to be the team now in this sort of new history of CONCACAF Champions League to finally win. And that's a big part of our motivation. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. Uh, Next, we're going to go to Salvador Perez. Salvador, go ahead and unmute yourself. Thanks, Ben. Hi, Bob. How are you? Good, Salvador. Thank you, Bob. Uh, One quick question. Um, LAFC knows how to play on a bubble. You you experimented that on the MLS back tournament. Cruz Azul don't know that. Don't know how to play, how to prepare on a bubble for a match. Does this can be an advantage for LAFC and also taking up the situation that Cruz Azul were out of the tournament of the Mexican tournament by losing four and not when on the first match they won four and not. <laughs> Uh, we have experience going to Orlando. Maybe we can use that in a good way, but we we know that uh, uh, both teams will be really motivated. And when the game starts, the way you really get the edge is is with being first to play, is being sharper with passes and advantages, reactions. Uh, this is the way that big games are are won. Or obviously, on the other side, this is as I just mentioned, the way big games sometimes are lost. So um, we don't think that because we've been in a bubble that that automatically means that everything goes our way. You have to earn this. Uh, when you play in the biggest games against big teams, uh, it's it's a moment at a time. It's a play at a time. Uh, it sounds, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a boring thing to say, let's face it, but this is football. Uh, this is still the way um, big teams respond when there's an advantage, how quickly they go, the quality of execution, the, the, the way they can take chances or defensively, uh, the way uh, the best teams still come through in different moments with a, a reaction or a tackle or a big save. So we are, we are a team that focuses on how we can improve in these details. Thanks, Bob. Nice to see you again. Thank you. Thanks, Salvador. Next question, we're going we're gonna to go to Scott French. Scott, go ahead and unmute yourself. Hey, Bob. Um, I'm wondering, uh, you know, this is uh, interesting timing in the tournament in terms of where MLS is in terms of its business, uh, the its business calendar. We're already going through roster moves and so forth. What kind of impact does that have on you guys uh, heading into this tournament? Uh, it's made everything a little bit more complicated um, because certainly if you have a player and you don't pick up his option, um, then in most cases that player feels that um, they need to start thinking about what comes next. So we've dealt with those situations, um, but we have a group of guys that have been training really well, and that's the focus. How big is your roster for this game? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're traveling with a, a regular-sized group. Okay. So you know, that includes our young players, uh, you know, in training. Lately, we've we've still been able to train in a good way with everybody being available. So uh, uh, 
the exact number on off the top of my head, Scott. I don't know. Well, you know, it's a thing where this tournament, where where it usually is in the calendar, it's always been an advantage for Mexican teams. Um, is this another thing that's just an advantage for Mexican teams? I don't know. I mean, let's see what happens with the games. Um, you know, they they both of us in this case are at the end of the season. We've been off a little longer, but we've not been off that long. And uh, neither of us achieved the goal uh, of getting to the final or winning uh, our respective cups. But uh, I believe that both clubs are the same, that, that for the fans and, and for the history of the club, the opportunity to win Champions League is huge. So uh, for us, uh, that's the only way to discuss it, to discuss it every day. That's the only way that we, uh, we've been working. I, I, Bob, I guess what I meant was um, the Mexican clubs do not have these, the same roster limitations that you guys have. Yeah, I mean, so so it might mean Scott that there's one or two guys that that would otherwise be available for us that aren't. Um, yeah, but it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 opportunities for different guys, and and and, and so it, it's it's pointless to spend too much time. It's been a whole year where. I think every time I've had a chance to speak, I talk about our team. I talk about our football. Uh, I've not throughout the year talked about the guys that aren't available or COVID or anything else, because uh, look, the challenges around the world for everyone are so big that nobody wants to hear football coaches complain about anything and we, we we don't think about anything where we're we start um like making a list of all the things that we're unhappy with you know we we're, we're excited with the chance to play in the quarterfinal uh you know what 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 do we think about we, we think about playing our best game we think about um uh, the tempo and and trying to be a team that's on top of every ball and plays 90 minutes uh, like there's no tomorrow. Uh, so, you know, this part of, of, of a team where every time you step on the field, you can, you, you have that chance. Uh, if you come up a little short, then you have to be honest and look at things and then see if, if, if the way you discuss and the way you look at some video helps the next time. So since the Seattle game, that's, the, that's the way we've worked. Um, I'll, I'll continue to say, I think training's been really good. Uh, the tempo has been fast. Uh, there's been a lot of intensity every day. And there's a really good sense uh, from the group about going to Orlando. Wonderful. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, Scott. And that is going to be it for Bob today. Really appreciate your time. We're going to be joined. We're going to be joined now by Eddie Segura. And a reminder for Eddie, we're going to be doing questions in Spanish only. Hey, Eddie, we're going to start here with Giovanni Garcia. Gio, go ahead and uh, unmute yourself. Hola, Eddie. ¿Cómo estás? 
Hola, muy bien. ¿Y ustedes cómo están? Bien, um, van a enfrentar a, como a Cruz Azul. Um, mucha gente ya sabe cómo, cómo le fue a Cruz Azul en la Liga MX. Um, ¿Cuál es la motivación de ustedes en el equipo de la situación que les pasó a ustedes en esta temporada? Y también tienen jugadores que no van a estar uh, con ustedes por razones del contrato. Bueno, yo creo que la mayor motivación es de que eh, podemos hacer historia. Eh, hemos trabajado fuerte durante todo el año y el por ahí acabársenos las chances en el torneo rápido. Eh, yo creo que nos queda este torneo y eh, lo vamos a afrontar la verdad que de la mejor manera, con mucho compromiso. Es un torneo internacional y la verdad que, que estamos preparados y listos para dejarlo todo por nosotros y por todo lo que día a día trabajamos y por, la, por los hinchas que siempre están ahí acompañándonos. Thank you. And uh, next we're going to go to Katia Castarena. Katia, go ahead and unmute yourself. Thanks, Ben. Eddie, gusto saludarte. ¿Cuál es el, el principal reto en este momento el tener que enfrentar esta competencia internacional? Como decían con jugadores que quizá ya no van a estar, que es un momento de cambio y transición entre una temporada y otra. ¿Cómo lo han manejado ustedes en entrenamiento, en el día a día y como grupo? Bueno, obvio es difícil porque eh, varias compañeras pues no, no siguen, pero la realidad es que, que tenemos muy buen equipo, eh, los compañeros y todos los que, que seguimos estamos preparados, estamos listos para, para afrontar este lindo torneo, esta linda experiencia. Eh, la verdad que nos hemos preparado fuerte y estamos enfocados eh, ya con lo que tenemos, con nuestras armas vamos a salir a, a hacer lo que sabemos, a intentarlo hacer todo bien y yo creo que con la ayuda de Dios las cosas van a, a salir de la mejor manera Thank you Katia We're now going to move to Josué López Josué, go ahead and unmute yourself Hola Eddie, un gusto saludarte. Eh, no es un secreto la manera en que Cruz Azul perdió el domingo pasado, ¿no? ¿Qué rival esperan para el próximo martes? ¿Un, ¿Un equipo con sed de revancha o tal vez un conjunto que esté todavía afectado anímicamente? Bueno, yo creo que, que ellos lo ven de igual forma, de que es el último torneo del año, de que hay que aprovecharlo, de que hay que jugárselo el todo por el todo, porque son las oportunidades que tenemos ambos y yo creo que va a ser un lindo partido estamos preparados tanto nosotros como ellos y bueno y a la final va a ser el que el que menos se equivoque y el que haga mejor las cosas se va a llevar la victoria gracias thanks so Sway, we're now going to move to Arch Bell Arch go ahead and unmute yourself please hola Eddie un gusto hablar con con usted eh, bueno, en, en, en la Liga de Campeones de la CONCACAF, lo, los equipos de la MLS suelen sufrir cuando juegan en México, pero en, en esta ocasión se va a jugar en, en cancha neutral. Así que ustedes lo, lo ven como, como ventaja, ya que, ya que van a jugar en, en cancha neutral ahí en Orlando contra el Cruz Azul. Bueno, como ventaja no, porque somos 11 contra 11 y Obviamente estamos al frente dos de, de los mejores equipos de nuestras ligas. Yo creo que va a ser un lindo encuentro. Eh, nosotros nos hemos preparado bien. Seguramente ellos también. 
así que va a ser un lindo encuentro. Nosotros estamos preparados y listos para, para asumir este, este lindo reto. Gracias. Thank you. We're going to now move to Andy Diosa. Andy, go ahead and unmute yourself. Eric, ¿qué tal? Eh, quería preguntarte sobre eh, Muri. Eh, yo sé que el año pasado la defensa de Aus estaba muy fijo con, con al lado de Walker Zimmerman y este año muchas cosas han cambiado en la línea de atrás. Eh, ¿cómo, ¿Cómo estás ya que tiene unos cuantos partidos ahí con, con Muri y, y cómo se siente enfrentando a ese equipo? Bueno, con Muri la verdad que nos venimos entendiendo cada vez más. Eh, cada día él se va acomodando al equipo. Cada día va entendiendo más nuestro juego, nuestro estilo. Y la verdad que nos hemos entendido muy bien, como siempre tratándonos de ayudar el uno al otro y tratando de ayudar al equipo. La verdad que, que lo veo muy bien, nos estamos entendiendo bastante bien. Y nada, veo el equipo preparado para este lindo juego que, que como lo he dicho, va a ser bastante bueno. Thank you. We're now going to move to Alex Caminar. Alex, go ahead and unmute yourself. Thank you, Ben. Uh, hola, Eddie. ¿Qué tal? ¿Cómo le va? Es un placer saludarlo. Eddie, este, han entrenado con el equipo, pero ¿cómo usted lo siente uh, al equipo, tanto anímicamente, físicamente? ¿Qué le ha dicho Bob a ustedes? Eh, ¿Cuál es la charla que le ha dado a ustedes para enfrentar este partido con el Cruz Azul? Muchas gracias. Bueno, eh... La verdad que el habernos quedado fuera del torneo eh, de la Liga fue, obvio, un golpe que siempre es amargo, pero tratamos y pasamos la página rápido. Eh, ahora empezamos a, a ver, obviamente, los errores, lo que no se debe hacer, lo que teníamos que corregir, lo que hay que hacer para, para volver a nuestro estilo, para volver a lo que somos. Y yo creo que, que siento y veo el equipo bastante bien, cada uno con muy buena actitud, haciendo lo que tiene que hacer. Y la verdad que hay muy buenas sensaciones, se siente el equipo eh, eh, cómodo, se siente el equipo con, con muchas ganas de, de ir a pelear, con muchas ganas de ir a dejarlo todo. Y la verdad me siento feliz, me siento orgulloso de mis compañeros porque sé que cada día nos nos esforzamos, cada día trabajamos fuertemente, fuertemente y bueno, solo nos queda ir a buscar la recompensa Thank you, and our last question for Eddie here Salvador Perez, Salvador, go ahead and unmute yourself Thank you, Ben. Eddie, ¿cómo estás? Muy bien, gracias, usted? Todo bien, gracias, <ríe> qué gusto saludarte Oye, Eddie eh, Cruz Azul viene ya lo hablaban ahorita, le preguntaron un poco a mis compañeros eh, de una fatídica eliminación, luego de que ganaban el Aida 4-0 en la semifinal, y en la vuelta pierden 4-0 y se quedan sin la posibilidad de la final. Encima de encima Cruz Azul está la posibilidad de que si pierde con el AFC, se vaya el entrenador Robert Dante Sigualdi. ¿Ustedes cómo toman este reto de enfrentar a Cruz Azul sabiendo la presión que tiene ahora Cruz Azul encima por el entorno y por todo lo que se ha vivido, Eddie? Bueno, eh, es algo que, que nosotros, la verdad, tenemos que aprovecharlo, sacarle el máximo provecho. Eh, nosotros igualmente, como lo digo, nos estamos preparando bastante bien para imponer nuestro juego, nuestro estilo, para poner nuestro, 
todas nuestras cualidades en el campo como equipo, la verdad que, que eso es lo que, lo que mejor y lo que podemos hacer para, para tener un gran resultado positivo, así que estamos preparados para eso, obviamente lo que les pasó a ellos es muestra de que en el fútbol no hay nada escrito, de que los partidos hay que jugarlos, de que hay que estar preparados y luchar todo hasta el final, y bueno, yo creo que tenemos nosotros una linda oportunidad, un lindo reto, y va a ser un gran juego, si Dios lo permite. All right, thank you, Salvador. That's going to be it for Eddie today. Thanks for your time. And that's going to wrap um, our, our availability today. Just a reminder, we'll be sending out a recording of this video um, right afterwards, just so you guys can get all the sound. And have a great day. Thank, Thank you, ben. you, Ben. Bye, everyone. Cuídense todos. Bye.